ऑल इंडिया रेडियो प्रेजेंट्स मॉर्निंग न्यूज गुड मॉर्निंग आई एम अनुजा कुमार एंड विथ मी इज वैभव ज्योत्सना श्रीवास्तव द हेडलाइंस प्राइम मिनिस्टर नरेंद्र मोदी अनाउंसेज 1000 थाउजेंड करोड़ रूपीज रिलीफ पैकेज फॉर साइक्लोन हिट गुजरात सेंटर टू सेंड इंटर मिनिस्टीरियल थीम टू असेस द लॉस ड्यू टू साइक्लोन टाउटे यूनियन गवर्नमेंट हाइक्स फर्टिलाइजर सब्सिडी बाई हंड्रेड फोर्टी परसेंट टू मिटिगेट इम्पैक्ट ऑफ राइजिंग इंटरनेशनल प्राइस राइज फार्मर्स टू गेट डी ए पी एट ओल्ड रेट मोर देन एटीन करोड़ सिक्सटी नाइन लैक डोजेज ऑफ कोविड नाइन्टीन वैक्सीन एडमिनिस्टर्ड इन द कंट्री सोफार over 5 crore 86 lakh doses of covid vaccines being provided free of cost by the center to states from 1st of may to 15th of june health ministry suggests deferment of vaccination by 3 months after recovery from coronavirus infection icmr approves covid self kit for the purpose of home testing for symptomatic patients indian navy designs oxygen recycling system to mitigate oxygen crisis In Chhattisgarh 75% of people aged above 45 years given first dose of covid vaccine in Kerala P Vijayan led new state cabinet to be sworn in today and European Parliament to pass motion to freeze the European investment agreement with China As the number of covid cases is on the rise we appeal to our listeners not to lower the guard Take all precautions and all those above 45 years who have taken the first dose of COVID-19 vaccine to get vaccinated with the second dose at the scheduled time. Stay safe and protected by following these three simple steps. Wear a face mask, maintain 2 gaz ki doori for social distancing, focus on hand and face hygiene. And now the news in detail. Prime Minister Narendra Modi has announced a 1000 crore rupee relief package for the cyclone hit areas of Gujarat. According to sources, this package has been given for the rehabilitation work in the areas devastated by the extremely severe cyclonic storm. According to sources, the center will also send interministerial team to assess the loss due to cyclonic storm. Prime Minister Modi also announced an ex-Gracia cash compensation of 2 lakh rupees each to the next of the kin of those who lost their lives due to cyclone Taute in all the affected states. In a tweet message, Mr. Modi said that 50,000 rupees would be given to injured persons affected by cyclonic storm. Mr. Modi said the central government is in full solidarity with those affected due to the natural calamity and will provide them all possible support. Mr Modi also reviewed the situation caused by cyclone Taute during a meeting in Ahmedabad. He also took stock of the evacuation efforts and the ongoing relief work for those affected. He said that the center will help in rebuilding damaged infrastructure. He said that the central government is working closely with all the states affected by the cyclone. INS Kochi returned to Mumbai yesterday after rescuing 188 people from barge P305 that had gone adrift on Monday in the wake of cyclone Taute. Along with the rescued personnel, the ship also returned with the bodies of 26 victims who lost their lives. 49 people are still missing. Speaking to reporters after returning to its base, commanding officer INS Kochi Captain Sachin Sukhwera said The warship sailed to conduct the search and rescue operation under difficult conditions. 
He said poor visibility, wind speeds of about 100 km per hour and waves roaring to 9 to 10 meters in height made the operations challenging. Stating the sea conditions have improved now, Captain Sukera said, search and rescue operation is still on with INS Teg, INS Bitwa, INS Bias, P-81 aircraft and Sea King Helos still trying to locate survivors. The union government yesterday decided to hike the DAP subsidy by 140% to provide the fertilizer to farmers at the old rate despite international price rise. The subsidy has been increased from 500 rupees per bag to 1200 rupees per bag. Now, despite the rise in international market prices, it will continue to be available at the older price of 1200 rupees per bag. A decision in this regard was taken during a high-level meeting chaired by Prime Minister Narendra Modi on the issue of fertilizer prices. Mr. Modi stressed that farmers should get fertilizers at old rates, despite the international rise in prices. He remarked that his government is committed to the welfare of farmers and will take all efforts to ensure that farmers do not have to face the brunt of price rise. More from our correspondent. Recently, the international prices of phosphoric acid, ammonia and other used in DAP have gone up by 60 to 70 percent. So the actual price of DAP bag is currently 2,400 rupees, which could be sold by fertilizer companies at 1,900 rupees after considering earlier announced subsidy of 500 rupees. With yesterday's decision, the farmers will continue to get a DAP bag for 1,200 rupees. The central government spends about 80,000 crore rupees on subsidies for chemical fertilizers every year. With the increase in subsidy in DAP, Government of India will spend an additional 14,775 crore rupees as subsidy in Kharif season. This is the second major decision in farmers' interest in a week after directly transferring 20,667 crore rupees in farmers' account under PM Kisan on Akshay Tritya. With Divakar, Anupam Mish, AR News, Delhi. BJP leaders including party chief J.P. Nadda and Union Agriculture Minister Narendra Singh Tomar today lauded the centre's decision to increase the subsidy on DAP fertiliser. Mr. Tomar termed the centre's decision as historic and said, This is the highest such hike. Minister of State for Finance Anurag Thakur thanked Prime Minister Narendra Modi for taking yet another pro-farmer decision. Minister of State for Chemicals and Fertilizers, Mansukh Mandavya, termed the decision historic. Mr. Nadda in a tweet said that Modi government is committed to increasing the income and welfare of farmers from the first day of its tenure. Union Health Minister Dr. Harshvardhan has said that the COVID-19 pandemic has underlined the need for greater collaboration between countries on various aspects of health. He said this while addressing the virtual conference yesterday on COVID-19 pandemic, a call for health, security and peace in the WHO Eastern Mediterranean region. Dr. Harshvardhan said it is desirable to exchange experiences, learnings, innovations as well as the best practices to help strengthen health systems across the world. He further informed India's preemptive, proactive and graded response characterized by the whole of government approach to manage the challenges posed by the COVID-19 pandemic. He added that to effectively monitor the pandemic, India established a digitally enabled COVID war room at the center as well as the state level to increase agility and enhance efforts in the fight against the virus. 
More than 18 crore 69 lakh doses of COVID-19 vaccine have been administered in the country so far. These include over 96 lakh 85,000 healthcare workers who have taken the first dose and more than 66 lakh 67,000 healthcare workers who have taken the second dose. Apart from that, over 1 crore 46 lakh frontline workers have taken the first dose and more than 82 lakh frontline workers have taken the second dose. The ministry said more than 5 crore 49 lakh people above 60 years have taken the first dose and more than 1 crore 80 lakh citizens have taken the second dose. The Union Health Ministry has been providing advance information on availability of COVID vaccine doses to be supplied to the states and union territories. It has been written to the states and UTs on allocation of COVID vaccine doses during May and during first fortnight of June from the government channel, which is available free of cost. It also provided information about availability of vaccine doses that can be procured directly by states and private hospitals during May and June. This advanced visibility will enable better and more effective planning by the states. A total of 5 crore 86 lakh and 29,000 doses is being provided free of cost by centre to the states from 1st of May to the 15th of June. In addition, a total of 4 crore 87 lakh and 55,000 doses will also be available till end of June for direct procurement by states and UTs. The states and UTs have been advised to prepare a district-wise COVID vaccination centre-wise plan for administration of vaccines. Both states, governments and private CVCs must publish their vaccination calendar on COVID digital platform in advance. They should desist from publishing single-day vaccination calendar. It must be ensured that there is no overcrowding at the CVCs and process of booking appointments on COVID is hassle-free. Union Minister of Steel and Petroleum and Natural Gas Dharmeen's Pradhan yesterday inaugurated a 200-bedded jumbo COVID care facility by Steel Authority of India, Sale Integrated Steel Plant ISP in West Bengal's Burnpur for COVID-infected patients. The Minister of State for Steel, Fagan Singh Kulaste, Minister of State for Environment, Forest and Climate Change, Babul Supriyo, South Asansol MLA Agni Mitrapal and Sale Chairperson Soma Mondal were among those present in the virtual ceremony. In Chhattisgarh, COVID vaccination campaign is continuing vigorously. So far, 75% of the people aged above 45 years have been given the first dose of COVID vaccine. The total population of this age group in the state is around 58,66,000. Of these, about 43,83,000 people have already been vaccinated. Meanwhile, the situation of coronavirus infection is improving steadily in the state. More from our correspondent. In Chhattisgarh, more than 77,000 COVID patients have recovered after treatment within a week. Thus, the state's recovery rate rose to 89%. At the same time, the positivity rate is declining steadily in the state. In the last week, the positivity rate has come down from 14% to 9%. Meanwhile, the number of COVID tests for the identification of corona-infected patients is continuously increasing. During the last week, about 4,60,000 samples have been tested. On average, 65,000 samples are being tested daily in the state. Vikalp Shukla, AIR News, Raipur. 
A team of researchers headed by Professor Manindra Agarwal of Indian Institute of Technology, Kanpur, is studying the spread of COVID in the country and making predictions based on their mathematical model called Sutra. He earlier predicted the, that the peak of second wave of coronavirus pandemic will be over by mid of May. Now his study says that cases will come down sharply in the coming days. We have more from our correspondent. Whole country is eagerly waiting for the second wave of corona to pass. The number of new COVID patients is decreasing day by day. But the question is that is it really over? Talking with AIR News, Professor Maninder Grawal said that it will be early to call that the wave has ended. Talking about the southern states, especially Kerala, Karnataka and Tamil Nadu, where cases are still rising, he said that in these parts of the state, peak of COVID is yet to come, but overall there will be decrease in the number of new cases in the country. Professor Agrawal said that lockdown helped in containing the spread in UP. His team is also releasing data study of cities regarding the peak and speed of spread of COVID as per their special mathematical model Sutra. Sushil Chandra Tiwari, AIR News, Lucknow. Tamil Nadu has registered more than 34,000 fresh COVID cases yesterday. More than 2,53,000 people are under treatment for the pandemic. Over 23,000 people were discharged after treatment. According to the State Health Department, a total of 1,70,355 samples were tested during the day. Intensive care unit and oxygen on wheels service was launched in Karnataka yesterday to reach out to those COVID-19 patients in rural areas that lack medical care facilities. Deputy Chief Minister with Transport Portfolio Lakshman Savadi launched the service in Bangalore yesterday. He said that all the districts will be provided ICU and oxygen buses under public-private partnerships. More from our correspondent. The State Road Transport Corporation buses were converted into ICU with medical oxygen facilities at an estimated cost of 10 lakh rupees. The four corporations in the state have 12 such buses available for service to the needy. Each of such modified buses have five beds with oxygen, BP, oxygen saturation, ECG and temperature reading facilities, ventilator, emergency medicines and a generator. The buses will be stationed near primary health centers and cater to COVID patients if they fail to get beds or oxygen due to increasing demand. The buses will be operated under public-private partnership. Mr. Savadi has called upon volunteers from medical fraternity to come forward to manage the facility that is offered free of cost. Sudhindra, AIR News, Bengaluru. In Himachal Pradesh, the second phase of statewide COVID vaccination drive for the age group of 18 to 44 years will begin today. Around 21,820 individuals would be administered the first jab of the vaccine as per their book schedule today. To carry out the vaccination drive smoothly, 218 vaccination centers have been established across the state. National Health Mission Director Dr. Nipun Jindal has appealed to all the individuals to come at the vaccination centers as per their schedule. In order to provide skilled manpower to the healthcare sector, Maharashtra government has launched a special skill development program. Free training will be imparted to 20,000 workers for various requirements of the healthcare sector. More from our correspondent. 
टू प्रिपेयर फॉर थर्ड वेव ऑफ कोविड नाइन्टीन महाराष्ट्र गवर्नमेंट हैज डिसाइडेड टू प्रोवाइड व्हेरियस हेल्थ सेक्टर रिलेटेड ट्रेनिंग टू द यूथ फॉर दिस स्टेट गवर्नमेंट हैज लॉन्च चीफ मिनिस्टर महा आरोग्य स्किल डेवलपमेंट ट्रेनिंग प्रोग्राम स्किल डेवलपमेंट मिनिस्टर नवाब मलिक इन्फॉर्म दैट स्टेट इज प्लानिंग टू ट्रेन ट्वेंटी थाउजंड यूथ अंडर दिस प्रोग्राम ऑल द गवर्नमेंट हॉस्पिटल्स एंड प्राइवेट हॉस्पिटल्स विथ मोर देन ट्वेंटी बेड्स कैन एनरोल फॉर दिस प्रोग्राम एज अ ट्रेनिंग इंस्टीट्यूट अलॉन्ग विथ नर्सिंग हेल्थ केयर मेडिकल एंड डोमेस्टिक वर्कर्स ट्रेनिंग फॉर drivers and ambulance drivers will also be provided all trained youths will be mandated to provide services to government or private hospitals for at least 6 months jeevan bhausar ar news mumbai you are listening to the morning news on all india radio a reminder of the headlines before we move on prime minister narendra modi announces 1000 crore rupee relief package for cyclone hit gujarat center to send interministerial team to assess the loss due to cyclone Thautai union government hikes fertilizer subsidy by 140% to mitigate the impact of rising international price rise farmers to get dap at old rate more than 18 crore 69 lakh doses of covid-19 vaccine administered in the country so far over 5 crore 86 lakh doses of covid vaccines being provided free of cost by the center to states from the 1st of may to the 15th of june health ministry suggests deferment of vaccination by 3 months after recovery from the coronavirus infection icmr approves covid self kit for the purpose of home testing for symptomatic patients indian navy designs oxygen recycling system to mitigate oxygen crisis In Chhattisgarh, 75% of people aged above 45 years given the first dose of COVID vaccine. In Kerala, P Vijayan led new state cabinet to be sworn in today and the European Parliament to pass motion to freeze the European investment agreement with China. For quick news updates round the clock, follow us on our Twitter handle at the rate AIR News Alerts. The Union Health Ministry has accepted the recommendations of National Expert Group on Vaccine Administration for COVID-19 or NEGVAC regarding deferment of vaccination by 3 months after recovery from COVID-19. The ministry said the individuals having lab test proven COVID-19 illness should defer COVID-19 vaccination by 3 months after recovery. Besides the COVID-19 patients who have been given anti-SARS-2 monoclonal antibodies or convalescent plasma in that case the covid-19 vaccination should be deferred by 3 months from the date of discharge from the hospital it was also recommended that if an individual is infected with covid after the first dose then the second dose should also be deferred by 3 months after clinical recovery from the illness The Indian Council of Medical Research ICMR has approved COVID self kit for the purpose of home testing. It has issued an advisory for COVID-19 home testing where an individual will be able to test himself or herself. In its advisory, ICMR said for the test the user will have to download the MyLab app on their mobile phones. The mobile app is a comprehensive guide of the testing procedure and will provide a positive or negative test result to the patient. ICMR said only nasal swab will be required for this rapid antigen testing. All users have been advised to click a picture of the test strip after completing the test procedure with the same mobile phone which has been used for downloading the mobile app and user registration. It said all symptomatic individuals who test negative by rapid antigen test should get themselves immediately tested by RT-PCR. 
The Indian Navy has designed an oxygen recycling system, ORS, to mitigate the current oxygen crisis. The Diving School of the Southern Naval Command of the Indian Navy has conceptualized and designed the system to alleviate the existing oxygen shortage. It is designed to extend the life of the existing medical oxygen cylinders two to four times using the fact that only a small percentage of oxygen inhaled by a patient is actually absorbed by the lungs, the rest being exhaled along with carbon dioxide. The Ministry of Defence in a statement said that the system is now being progressed for clinical trials in accordance with the existing guidelines. The overall cost of the ORS prototype has been capped at 10,000 rupees against an envisaged saving of 3,000 rupees per day due to the recycling of oxygen. Gujarat recorded 5,246 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday. According to the State Health Department, 9,001 patients recovered during the last 24 hours and were discharged from the hospitals. More from our correspondent. Total 6,69,490 patients have been recovered from COVID-19 in Gujarat till now. The recovery rate further improved and reached up to 86.78%. Maximum 1,296 new cases of COVID-19 reported from Ahmedabad. Vododra recorded 436 new cases, while Surat recorded 319 new cases. 71 patients lost their lives yesterday. Gujarat has now 92,617 active cases at present, out of which 720. 42 patients are on ventilator. Yogesh Pandya, Air News, Ahmedabad. In Kerala, preparations are in full swing at the Central Stadium in Tiruvananthapuram for the swearing-in ceremony of the new state cabinet to be held this afternoon. Governor Arif Mohammad Khan will administer oath at 3.30 p.m. Due to COVID pandemic, the function will be limited to a few selected invitees. Everyone is bound to produce a COVID-negative result taken before 48 hours and COVID vaccination certificate. Earlier, the Kerala High Court sought explanation from the government regarding its decision with respect to the swearing-in ceremony by involving over 500 persons. The High Court has also advised the government to limit the number of people taking part in the ceremony. Prime Minister Narendra Modi has expressed grief over the demise of former Rajasthan Chief Minister Jagannath Paharia. In a tweet, Mr. Modi said, in his long political and administrative career, Jagannath Paharia made noteworthy contributions to further social empowerment. Now money kept in various online wallets like Amazon Pay, Ola Money, MobiQuick, PhonePay, Delhi MetroCard, etc., can be withdrawn using an ATM or point-of-sale terminal. In a notification issued yesterday, the Reserve Bank of India, RBI, permitted cash withdrawal of 2,000 rupees per transaction with maximum limit of 10,000 rupees per month. All non-bank payment prepaid instruments can provide this service, but for such transaction using card or wallet pin or other additional authentication will be mandatory. Till date, RBI has permitted 37 PPIs in the country. Now, a maximum of 2 lakh rupees can be kept in various wallets after completion of full KYC. The RBI has also asked all payment instrument providers to ensure interoperability by the 31st of March next year. The European Parliament is expected to pass a motion today pushing to formally freeze the European Investment Agreement with China in the wake of sanctions on EU lawmakers by Beijing. According to Politico magazine, the draft motion also calls on the European Union EU to step up coordination with the US to deal with China. 
If passed, the vote is likely to deal a further blow to initial expectations that the deal could enter the ratification process in a few months' time. Political magazine reported that the draft was backed by the biggest political groupings. The EU Parliament will vote to urge that any consideration of the EU-China Comprehensive Agreement on Investment, as well as any discussion on ratification by the European Parliament, have justifiably been frozen because the Chinese sanctions are in place. Indian women's cricket team T20 skipper Harmanpreet Kaur, vice captain Spriti Mandhana and Poonam Yadav have been retained in grade A of the annual player contract announced by BCCI. One-day international skipper Mithali Raj is in grade B along with veteran pace bowler Jhulan Goswami. Three players, Opna, Shefali Varma, Poonam Raut and Rajeshwari Gaikwad have been promoted to grade B from grade C. Olympic-bound boxers Manish Kaushik and Satish Kumar will skip the Asian Boxing Championships starting from 21st of May in Dubai as they haven't fully recovered from COVID-19. In national capital Delhi, the incessant rain brought down the temperature to the lowest maximum recorded at Saftarjung in May since 1951. The city which experiences scorching temperatures in May witnessed the coldest day of May in the last 70 years yesterday when the maximum dipped to 23.8 degrees Celsius. It was 16 degrees below the normal. The national capital also recorded the highest ever rainfall in a single day in May yesterday. The Med Department's Saftarjung Observatory logged 60 mm rainfall in 12 hours between 8.30 a.m. and 8.30 p.m. In Uttarakhand, incessant rain in different parts of the state has affected normal life. Our correspondent reports that heavy rainfall has been reported in Dehradun and other places since yesterday. However, snowfall occurred in higher reaches of the state. The Med Department predicts that thunderstorm accompanied with lightning is likely to occur at isolated places in Pithoragar, Bageshwar, Almora, Champavat and Nenizal district of Uttarakhand in the coming 24 hours. Now let us take a look at the weather forecast for the day. The national capital Delhi is witnessing a generally cloudy sky with light rain. Temperature will hover between 20 and 30 degrees Celsius. Jammu will have partly cloudy sky with the possibility of rain or thunderstorm or dust storm. Srinagar will have partly cloudy sky with possibility of rain or thunderstorm. Leh is expected to have partly cloudy sky with the minimum and maximum temperature hovering between 5 and 17 degrees Celsius. Gilgit will have generally cloudy sky with possibility of rain or thunderstorm. Muzaffarabad is also likely to have partly cloudy sky with the possibility of rain or thunderstorm or dust storm. Mumbai will have generally cloudy sky with light rain. Chennai will also witness generally cloudy sky with light rain. And now an overview of today's newspapers. All the newspapers have covered the Prime Minister's visit to the cyclone-affected state of Gujarat. The Asian Age reports Modi conducts aerial survey of Gujarat, pledges 1,000 crore rupees assistance. Cases down, Delhi begins third wave preparations, headlines Hindustan Times. Rajasthan, first aid to tag black fungus as epidemic is a headline in the Pioneer. The Hindu observes COVID-19 affected should defer shots by three months. The paper notes the ministry recommending vaccination for nursing mothers as well. The Economic Times writes Assam government to provide free power to those setting up or reviving oxygen plants. Government again warns WhatsApp to scrap its privacy policies, says a headline in the Indian Express. 
On the tragic accident of the sinking of barge due to cyclone Thautay, the Hindustan Times reports, at least 26 dead on the Arabian Sea barge amid rescue operations. And finally, Delhi sees the coolest day in May in 70 years. The Times of India writes the capital's maximum temperature of 23.8 degrees Celsius was lower than Srinagar's and close to Dharamshala. And now, before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Prime Minister Narendra Modi announces 1,000 crore rupee relief package for cyclone-hit Gujarat. Centre to send inter-ministerial team to assess the loss due to cyclone Taute. Union government hikes fertiliser subsidy by 140% to mitigate impact of rising international price rise. Farmers to get DAP at old rate. More than 18 crore 69 lakh doses of COVID-19 vaccine administered in the country so far. Over 5 crore 86 lakh doses of COVID vaccines being provided free of cost by the centre to states from 1st of May to 15th of June. Health Ministry suggests deferment of vaccination by three months after recovery from coronavirus infection. ICMR approves COVID self-kit for the purpose of home testing for symptomatic patients. Indian Navy designs oxygen recycling system to mitigate oxygen crisis. In Chhattisgarh, 75% of people aged above 45 years given first dose of COVID vaccine. In Kerala, P. Vijayan led new state cabinet to be sworn in today. European Parliament to pass motion to freeze the European Investment Agreement with China. And with that, we end the morning news. Have a nice day.